0: Welcome to the Funny Science Fiction live podcast. That's right. We're going live tonight, ladies and gentlemen. The podcast where if the jokes weren't funny, we probably left them in anyway because we laughed at them.
1: I believe we've already used that line, Tim.
0: I don't care. It's live. (laughs) I was grabbing from the seat of my pants and my pants were grabbed.
2: And even if we've already used that line, it was funny then and it's funny now. It wasn't, you know, Kathleen wasn't there
0: for that one, so...
1: She I was mean, if she watched the podcast. <laughs>
2: oh, right. I mean, you I'm get, supposed you, to watch the podcast, too?
0: Look, if you want to get technical about this, it's going to be a long afternoon, <laughs> evening, whatever it is. Whatever time zone our people are in, it's going to be difficult. All right. Well, again, welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Live podcast. So as you may guys may have noticed, we have a different couple of faces here. Now, Nick's been in for quite a few shows. He's the smiling, much mustachioed person in the cop, in the top corner there.
2: I thought
0: you couldn't one, see it. He's, I said he. I said <laughs> I he. <know.
2: laughs>
0: he's the one who scares small children at thirty paces with the large caterpillar above his lip. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, so Nick has been uh, taking on co-hosting duties for for quite a little while now. But he also does all our editing and and a lot of stuff behind the scenes. But the new face is the wonderful Miss Kathleen she's she's right there (laughs) so kathleen uh most people do a meet and greet we're gonna do what we've called a moot and groot because you know groot sci-fi guardians of the galaxy things like that so why don't you give the folks at home playing the home version of the funny science fiction podcast give them an update as to who kathleen is
2: all right so i'm kathleen that, that's the, the short version of the update. Um, All right, and done. Next topic. Okay. <laughs> thanks, Tim. So nice. Oh, uh, you know. So I am a nerd at heart, but also a stay-at-home mom who decided that hanging out with these weirdos that I've known for a while anyway, doing it online is kind of fun. And it gets me away from my toddler and my husband until he follows me into the comment section. Hi, John. <laughs> He's stalking. <laughs> it's like he likes me or something. Woo! <laughs> no, so I I grew up watching like any Star Trek that was on. Deep Space Nine was a big thing in my house growing up. Um Doctor Who, Star Wars, everything. Fantastic Doctor Who shirt.
0: Oh well for showing shirts. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta stand up for this. It's
2: my Han
0: Solo shirt with the Van Halen Ooh, logo. Han nice. Solo.
2: Fantastic. Mine is not exciting tonight. Sorry.
0: Available at RiverCitytees.com. Anyway.
2: Shameless plug. Um, shameless, shameless plug. <laughs> so John, just... stop,
0: stop flirting with your wife. Goodness.
2: <laughs> but he's kind of cute.
0: Well, there's there. I guess there's that.
2: He is. So I mean. I feel like I'm a well-rounded nerd. Like there's not one thing that I'm like specifically, this is the thing that I like. It's the, there are things I like and they're all over the place and it's fun.
0: Okay, so let's go real quick, just off the top of my head. This was not in the notes and nobody is prepared for this. Top three sci-fi movies.
2: Oh, oh, oh no.
0: We're gonna make um, Nick answer it too, so don't worry. Oh. And all the color just went out of Nick's face
2: so okay nobody told me I had to talk In any uh... man this is hard
0: oh that's the way it's supposed to be
2: it is I would have to go oh man ha. all right I'm gonna go through curveball Muppets from space okay yeah okay. uh, um episode six episode six is okay definitely in my top three muppets from space isn't really i just wanted to get to mention gonzo being an alien um
0: fair enough okay
2: no probably <sighs> episode six would definitely be my favorite but i have a super soft spot for ewoks um I'm actually going to put Rogue One in there tonight. This is this is strange right, for me.
0: Solid choice in my opinion.
2: And then Guardians from Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: All right.
1: Cool. Nick. I would say I just had it. What was it? Ha!
2: It's not just me.
0: I got the brain pain, mama. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the original Planet of the Apes.
2: Ooh, that's a good one.
1: Uh I was introduced the one where it ended with him seeing that it was actually in the future. Uh, And the Statue of Liberty. I know they made like seven of them.
0: 1,200 of them things? Yeah, before the 1980s? Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, And every one of them, Charlton has
0: done dirty (laughs) apes! Anyway, sorry.
1: (laughs) Um. So yeah, that one was—I uh, think was a good one. Mm. There's just so many good ones. I really enjoy Planet 51.
0: Uh, oh, that the cartoon, yeah, yeah. That's it good. is a science a better...
1: fiction trope to all the science oh, yeah. fiction tropes.
0: <laughs> it's a—I think it's a better movie than a lot of people gave it credit for, or that it, or that it was recognized or received
1: as for sure. Right, because a human landing on an alien planet as the alien of the horror films, <laughs> I think okay. it's hilarious. Um, and then the other one I think I would go with would be... hmm. I would say Muppets in Space just because it is hilarious. It
2: is a really good movie. (laughs)
1: It's probably one of my favorite Muppet ones. I may stab you both, but okay.
2: All right. Are you anti-Muppet, Tim? No,
0: I'm not anti-Muppet. I just don't believe that Muppets are science fiction. Anyway, all right.
2: I was going to question if you were anti-Muppet because you actually looked like one and people picked on you about it.
1: Would Dark Crystal be considered uh, science fiction?
0: I think close enough. I think close enough. I think it's more fantasy, but it has some some sci-fi tropes to it. So I'd say, yeah, we could call it.
1: Then I'm going to go with the Netflix series of The Dark Crystal.
0: All right. Fair enough. All right. So my top three, anybody Anybody have any guesses? Star Wars? Star Wars Four. And Star Wars?
1: Four, five, and six.
0: <laughs> well, not all of them. Okay, but all of them. But... <laughs> There's one that, that stands out above the rest. It's I the feel mo- like five. Yes. Very good. Empire Strikes Back. That's my all-time favorite movie. Uh, I think it's the best made of the all the Star Wars movies. Although I really do enjoy Rogue One, and that's why I was so pleased that Kathleen picked it. That's I such really, a good show. Really okay, yeah. so you
1: can't pick Star Wars. You have to pick. I'm only picking one Star
0: Wars. I have to be allowed oh, okay. to pick oh, one. On I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just gonna go. Well, I like Star Wars 4 and 5. That was the best. And, you know, so, okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Probably after that, um, Fifth Element. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love Fifth Element. I am. Really red. That's right. (laughs) Super green. Super green. Uh, And, uh, let's see. Um,. Or the third one. This is, you know, I had all this time to think, and you'd think that I would have had all my answers. Like,
2: I was going to say, oh. you're the one who came up with the question.
0: I know, right? And that means that I should have everything kind of sorted and figured out as to how I would, I would want that. Um,
2: but we've met you, so we understand.
0: Well, there is that.
1: <laughs> I, I bet it's the '90s cartoon, The Mighty Ducks.
2: How is that sci-fi?
0: It, it's not.
1: It is. Um, They're from space.
2: <laughs> Ooh, space wait. oh I the cartoon
0: to... version of the space talks. yeah okay I might
2: need to change but, my space but jam no.
0: Ooh, space jam would actually be a really good really good choice um, but no I'd say probably uh, my next one honestly is going to lean more into superhero world and it would probably be Endgame. Mm. Um, I really like that movie it's long as long could be but I think it's worth the watch even now it's one of those things where I'll, I'll get in and into a, a superhero binge, and I will watch every one of those episodes over and over and over again. And I have no problem going through the entire MCU. And uh, John agrees the Ducks were aliens because they were hockey-playing alien Ducks. <laughs> I think he thinks that that should be higher up on my list, but John, it won't be. Uh, you can't make me fall for it.
2: <laughs> Not tonight, anyway.
0: Not, yeah, not tonight. There hasn't been enough Guinness, but, you know, mm. we can talk later. Mm, Guinness. Guinness. Uh, by the <laughs> way, Guinness, we are accepting sponsorships. What? Just throwing that out there.
2: If Anybody from Guinness is actually paying attention to us.
0: Yes, please. Okay. All right. So that's Kathleen. That's Nick. That's our top three. Anything you guys want to add to any of that? Any revisions? Any thoughts? Comments? Concerns? Questionnaires? Mm-hmm. Polls?
2: we should ask our audience what their top threes are
0: well ooh lefroy john wants to know if i would be interested in some lefroy and yes yes i would be interested in lefroy because oh.
2: john I, no no
0: it doesn't work that way it doesn't transmit through the screen very well but i will believe <laughs> that it's there and i will be mostly and completely jealous of the LaFroy. um <clears throat> so yeah so anybody who's watching uh what is your top sci-fi movie What's what's the one that does it for you? What's your what's your go to in the sci fi world? So we'll give you guys a minute or two to to kind of answer that. We'll circle back if we get some comments uh, from someone you know other than John, but you know John John can play too.
2: I've seen <laughs> one comment from Shayna, so at least we have two supportive spouses.
0: That's right. That's right. My there was a comment in there from my wife. Hey baby. Uh, yeah, so...
2: stop making it <laughs> weird. Hey.
0: She's the only one I get to flirt with. She gets all of it. That's the way it works. <laughs> so well, look
2: at what you get, Shana. All, all right, John. See, I knew
0: I liked John. He agrees with me. I like this guy. You should keep him.
2: Hey, a person who's not one of our spouses. Yay.
0: All right. Hey, Bill. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1978. Well, that's a good call. You know, I haven't seen that movie in, well... Probably a good fifteen to twenty years. That's probably one that I need to revisit uh, really very soon. Um, yeah, that's that's got some classic actors in, in it. I believe that's the one with Donna, uh, Donald Sutherland in it, isn't it? I want to say it is. Maybe Bill can update us in, in the uh, if he's watching. But I believe that's the one with Donald Sutherland, kind of comes out of the in the parking lot, kind of yelling and waving his hands and, and such. It's kind of a th- it's a thing.
1: On the trope of nineteen seventies uh, sci-fi's, um, I was—I actually came across a post in another group today about um, how Logan's Run was the end all of the. Um, Tim, your camera's off.
2: <laughs> was
1: the end end all of the uh, sci-fi run? Like it kind of here's a sci-fi movie, and that's when sci-fi movies kind of dropped off a little bit.
2: Yeah, right over there, Tim?
0: Yeah, well, I realized that I didn't have my backing light on. I'm like, why is my script, my picture so dark? <laughs> and then I mean, I'm like, oh yeah, backing light. So that I'm might not, be important. It might be, only if I want people to be able to see me.
2: Do you want people to be able to see you? Oh, <laughs> Your camera did a cute little focus thing, even, that was sweet. gonna do it
0: (laughs) the camera loves me what can i say all right so yeah uh tammy says that yes that that was the one with donald sutherland in it that was the one i was thinking of so that's awesome
2: so tammy what's your favorite sci-fi movie anyone
0: else remember zardoz oh sean connery i've tried to forget that john thank you very much and john know that one john now has has, yeah john now has a 10 minute banning Very carefully, if you ever choose to Google search uh, Zardoz, you will see Sean Connery in far less clothing than you're ever going to want to see him in.
2: Um, Wait, what?
0: All right, let's see. Bill says that had Sutherland, Jeff Goldblum, Leonard Nimoy, Burke Adams. Yeah, that that had a very stacked cast. Wowzer. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yes. The
0: blob. Oh, I hit the wrong button. The blob.
2: Do not Uh, screen share.
0: That's right. uh tammy is that the uh the 1950s version of the blob or i think that was the only one isn't there or was there was there a 70s version i can't remember if there was a 70s version i think there's only a 50s version of that it was like one of the uh the the drive-in horror movies you know that you know people oh, there's to, a <laughs> remake
2: describe. in 88
0: oh was there okay
2: Sorry about what's happening to your Google search over here, John.
0: Bill, you are absolutely right. Zardons has Connery in a diaper. That it's a red diaper. and
2: Way more of Connery than... Ugh.
0: It's a hairy diaper. Let's just put it that way. It's <laughs> it's oppressively scary.
2: It's also very... Mankini-ish.
0: Yeah. No, I... Um, no. Not in a good it, way.
2: Not that I don't th- think there is a good way to have a Mankini... <laughs>
0: So on a second here, we're going to we're going to help everybody to make sure that they know help that we know. People. Well, if I'm looking at it, you're looking at it. That's just the way it is. So. Oh, where to go? There we go. That's the one we want. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, that
1: one. Yeah. that's
2: nice. That. <laughs> you know, uh, I. I'm yeah, not sure friends. which part of that is the most repulsive, though. If it's the mankini or the ponytail.
1: <laughs> I thought it was the stretchy suspenders. <laughs> yeah, Michael Corey
0: says that there is. And by the way, guys, if, you, if you're not familiar with who Michael Corey is, Mike has a really cool uh, uh, channel on TikTok. We just interviewed him recently here on, on Funny Science Fiction. And uh, it's... Uh, Called "Props to History." If you're on TikTok, check him out there. He also has a podcast and a YouTube channel. Uh, Mike's a really cool dude. You guys, you guys would like him quite a bit. Um, but yeah, Tammy says there must be the 1988 remake because she's not that old.
2: <laughs>
0: <sighs> and John, uh, I'm violating his his banning, but he gets to come back in on the no comment. <laughs> All right, so all right, cool guys. So is there any any other movies that uh our audience found to be some of their favorite in the sci-fi realm? I mean, cuz I'm full on ready to talk about, you know, you know, Fifth Element. <laughs> I love Fifth Element. I love the I love the comedy of it. I love the 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 over exaggerated sci-fi tropes that are in that movie. Um I love Chris, well, uh yeah, Chris Tucker uh, in that movie. You know, there's a it's amazing to me how divisive Chris Tucker is in that movie, by the way. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed that. If you get it into any um yeah, see there you go, Mike. Uh yeah, I'm about the fifth element. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's a great show. Have fun, guys. All right, Tammy, thank you for stopping by. Hope you stick around a little while longer. Be sure to check us out on, on YouTube and uh give us a subscribe there.
1: Um
2: so- I have to admit, I've actually never seen Fifth Element.
1: We are stopping this. And well, there we go. And started.
0: we <laughs> used to have a, a co-host named Kathleen.
2: Sad. <laughs> it's on my list. I just apparently I, I, I've never seen it.
0: I will send you a digital code tonight if you don't have it because I you know, don't. So I can I, make that happen.
2: Awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, That's one of those movies that I can watch over and over and over again. It's, it's got the right amount of humor. It's got the right amount of action. It's got, it's one of those silly little, little sci-fi movies. that's just got enough of, of everything for it to be just ridiculously good. And that's my opinion anyway. So, all right. So should we actually go to the topics that we had kind of planned on? Or do you want to keep talking about these?
1: We can go to our topics.
2: <laughs> what children's programming, John?
0: <laughs> do you, do you guys watch Peppa Pig?
2: No, Peppa is banned in our house.
0: <laughs> I like <laughs> you guys more and more every day. Okay.
2: <laughs> Peppa, Barney, Caillou, Teletubbies are Pretty all sure. banned.
0: Teletubbies are just are just low key, you know, Lord of the Rings. So seriously, look it up. It's it's it a really. Thing. It's the
2: the current obsession,
0: low key LSD Lord of the Rings, but it's
2: (laughs) the current obsession in our house from the tiny person is Blippy.
0: I have no idea what that is, and I'm glad to say that I
2: don't. Oh my gosh, it's (laughs) yeah, have fun with Coco Melon, (sighs) John.
0: You gotta wait for me to get the comment up on the screen. People can't can't see it, they don't know what we're talking about. You're just talking to thin air,
2: that's that's okay every day over i don't
0: have i and i also have no idea who coco melon is too and why why that's a thing
1: you should have her watch clone wars i mean it's a cartoon oh
0: especially because the uh, uh Tardosky's version is coming to disney plus so yeah i <laughs> saw know, what you're
1: laughing at take her back to the uh cartoon network days yeah. you know yeah, exactly.
2: And that is the struggle, though. Like Shane said, because you guys are getting older, it's really because your youngest is fourteen. You're not rude. exposed rude. to this rude ridiculousness. Ah. Hey, you know that <laughs> child of yours said I was thirty something today, and I'm still being friends with you guys. So,
0: boom, <laughs> suck it, Trebek. All right, twenty eight. <laughs> Ah, so, uh, see, John's got her on season three of Rebels, so it can't be that bad. No. <laughs> Just don't oh. let her watch season four, because season four is going to get sad real quick.
2: Thank you, Shayna. I love you, too.
1: You know what? We survived childhood drama from TV shows. I think she can, too.
2: <laughs> Not the mama. <laughs> <laughs> We're also in season two of that.
0: Oh, you guys are oh, you you. watching
2: Dinosaurs? Yes. Nice. She That's loves a, it.
0: That's a great show. It's all the animatronic silliness that you can handle.
2: And it's so funny. Is like she'll say that she wants to watch dinosaurs. And we're like, okay, which dinosaurs do you want? Because she's watched Camp, Camp Cretaceous on Netflix like four times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so hey. it's like, which dinosaurs. And she'll either say, not the mama or bumpy. So,
1: You're
0: darn right she did. I also taught that girl <laughs> all about sci-fi. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Making our kids awesome one at a time. You so, guys are pretty cool kids, Tim. Well, we tried.
1: So, what do you guys think of the one division now that that has been wrapped up?
0: Yeah, let's revisit that. Let's talk. Let's talk one division, especially since I put that in the notes and said we were going to talk about it at some point in this show. No, I put that on the notes on the internet for people to see what we were talking about on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm supposing that at some point we should probably talk about it.
2: Is it bad if I say that after watching it? And getting through the whole storyline, then I was slightly disappointed.
0: No, um, I have some disappointments in it as well. I and I, and, but the problem is with the disappointments. Yes, John. And I'm now. Now I'm the one talking to. to I mean, <laughs> yes, John. There are there are notes. See, there's notes. So, they're not the even note. written in
2: crayon this time.
0: No, uh, uh, they're written in sharpie. By golly. Um, Those are
2: some serious plans. That's
0: right. Well, That was the first thing I found. Uh, Let's see. But the problem with WandaVision is is not that I was disappointed in the show. The problem with WandaVision is that I was disappointed that my theories aren't the ones that they went with. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Because I had had all these great ideas of what what the show was going to be, where it was going to go, how it was going to end up. I still think some of those things are possible. I still think that WandaVision is a great introduction for bringing the X Men into the MCU because mm-hmm. of when Wanda expanded the, the town's borders uh, and it changed because uh, the so uh, with Rambo's um, or Rambo or however you say her name, um, her her genetic structure changed twice because of going through that force field.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So if you it mutated her cells, so. There you go. You have a, a way to explain mutation, bringing in the X Men. Uh, all these people had latent genes. It it activated it, and and brought them in. So, you know, there's there's still opportunity for the X Men to come in, and for that to be a thing. It's just that I wanted to see it. Right. I wanted I I wanted to see like you know Professor X roll up with his bald head and his cool chair and be like power slide in you know Tokyo Drift style. And, and I,
2: uh, I feel like they set <laughs> us up so many times for there to be that big multiverse reveal, and then they yeah. ripped it away from us every time.
0: Yeah, look what I got for you. Look, look. Oh, gotta be faster than that.
1: So bringing in they're... Quicksilver from X Men.
2: Yeah, right. And I don't know if they're setting it up to do that in a full length instead of in a miniseries. If they're um... just taunting us.
0: I, you know what I'm what I'm wondering is because the Doctor Strange movie, Doctor Strange Two, is the Multiverse of Madness or into the Multiverse of Madness, something like that, where I believe that they could have been bringing in Quicksilver from one of the multiverses, and that's you know making you know mm-hmm. he's dead in this universe, but over in this universe he's you know he's fair game. So you know I don't know if that's how they're planning on doing it. I'm kind of thinking at the moment that maybe that that's what it is, and some of the guys that I follow on TikTok who are much cooler and uh, smarter than I when it comes to Marvel lore uh, seem to think the same thing as well. So um, I, mean, I think,
2: too, using using Evan Peters like that was kind of a cheap shot at the, look, it's Quicksilver, but it's not. It's like... Ha-ha. <laughs> <so laughs> Almost.
0: Almost.
2: But also, was it episode... One or two when they talked about the person and witness protection or whatever, that that was why they were worried about the city.
0: It was episode three, wasn't it? Because they had they had to get out of the. It was yeah. once they were out of black and white, so that would have been yeah. out of the, okay.
2: So, so that would
0: have been episode three, maybe four, but but yeah, they had to get out of the black and white series to kind of set up the, you know, uh Wanda looking back into her past for something peaceful. Um. And I did, I did like how they tied in episode one and two, the black and white series to the things that she used to watch with her parents, you know, and that was the times, the things that were peaceful to her and, and that were, you know, uh, so it just kind of, it just kind of nicely tied it all in because if you just watched episode one or two, especially episode one. You were going to get lost. and I, I know that episode turned off so many people. And they said, especially in our in our uh, Funny Science Fiction Facebook group, there was a lot of people that said that they weren't going to watch it anymore because of that episode. And I think that's unfortunate because there were so many cool things that came after that. They just weren't willing to, to pay it any attention.
2: You got to give
1: it a shot. Yeah. I personally was a huge fan of the Dick Van Dyke show. So
2: it was, I, yeah.
1: I was like, this is awesome. How closely they actually mimicked yeah that art style was. See, and yeah.
2: i i would actually watch paul bettany pretend to be dick van dyke again like if they did a remake of the dick van dyke show with paul bettany in it i would watch it really, mm-hmm. really. like
1: yep and i think too that's what got my parents more so into watching the show is because they enjoyed those older tv shows right and they were like oh that's the the brady bunch house or that's the this house and i'm like yeah. wait which house was that yeah but I then think... go ahead i was no, like ahead. in later episodes oh, i was like oh that's the malcolm in the middle house or mm-hmm. that or they're filming this like the office and mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah every every episode with, with the introductory song and how it was going was like Especially that the one episode, I'm like, this is the Malcolm in the Middle intro. That's what that is. That's exactly what this is. Um, yeah, and my dad, uh, one day, who's not a big uh you know, superhero fan, and this show would not any be where anywhere near his his court of, of what he would watch, uh, was like, Hey, that's the Brady Bunch house, because he was a huge Brady Bunch fan. And Uh, John says, "Kathleen, you would watch just watch anything with Paul Bettany in it."
2: That's not the yeah. That's totally totally accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Like I want to watch *Knight's Tale* again because of Paul Bettany and Heath Ledger. I I hate that movie.
0: Seriously. Speaking
1: speaking of *Knight's Tale* and uh, Alan Tudyk,
2: Mm. um,
0: yes, he was the only thing about that movie that was any good.
2: How do you how do you hate that movie?
0: Okay, I hated the fact that they were integrating classic rock songs into that movie and the fight scenes, and
1: that was like the best part.
0: (laughs) The soundtrack was the best part of the movie, and that's bad when the soundtrack is the best part of the movie. I I don't know. I had I had a hard time with that. And see, Savannah said that was funny. Hi, Savannah. Nobody
2: likes you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the connection of Paul to Alan Tudyk and Resident Alien.
2: Mm. I have not guys... Alien. I yet. have not
1: watched that show yet. I keep it's on I'm my watching.
2: watch list.
1: It's on the SIFI channel,
0: isn't it? It is. Yes.
2: Which also means it's on Peacock.
0: There you go. I gotta. I gotta start a Peacock uh, subscription now. Apparently, they do
2: have a free version. And yeah, I'm sorry for that one. That one's my fault.
0: Yes, it is, because now I have to watch Heroes again, which doesn't hurt my feelings that much, because it's Heroes, and that was a phenomenal show that got so overlooked after the first season. So
2: Yes.
1: I think season four went downhill, though. Babushka. Hi, Savannah.
2: And I mean, yeah, the first, like, seasons one and two were really, really good. Season three was starting to stretch a little toward the end.
0: <laughs> There's another <laughs> no. story.
2: Shaina, you, you love me. It's
0: it's a free sub, though we're okay. It is.
2: I mean, like you can pay for it, but there's the free stuff too.
0: You can pay, but I won't be paying.
2: Right. So. Nice try, NBC, but it's Hello, not Savannah. Savannah. You so. can take the office from me, but you can't take my money.
0: You know, actually, I went to Voodoo uh, right when Netflix was getting ready to cancel, uh, or, or take. I or shouldn't say cancel when they were getting ready to take off. Um, the office and they had all nine seasons of the office for $29
2: <laughs>
0: and I'm like, and done. So now I own it. Can't take it away from me.
2: And now NBC it's
0: mine. Hey yes, Frank. Frank.
2: What's up Frank. How you doing buddy? See, I'm like, I would totally pay for another streaming subscription service. If I wasn't already paying for HBO for doctor who
0: I'm paying for HBO uh, for a variety of reasons. Uh, not Doctor Who yet. I, I'm still trying to work my way into that show. And I know that I need to watch it because so many of our, our fans uh, like it and so many people that come on the show like it. And I know it's a thing. And I think that the best chance for me to actually get into the show will be David Tennant because I like David Tennant. I think he's an amazing actor. I thought he was phenomenal in Jessica Jones. Um, so... I think um, he's going to be my gateway drug into Doctor Who. I'm I would sure.
2: totally still recommend starting with Christopher Eccleston and starting with the Rose episode, the first episode with him. Because that does. <laughs> it's
0: not a crippling. Is it a crippling addiction when you can quote every word uh, that comes through the show?
2: When you realize that your relationship is Pam and Jim. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> And exactly right there. That's the reason why I have HBO, John, is because of all the DC animated stuff. There is so much. I started rewatching the uh, the 1990s version of Batman, where Kevin Conroy took over as you know doing the voice and introducing Mark Hamill as that was the Batman I grew up on. That was that was my Batman. Kevin Conroy, sir, you are my Batman. Um, And so, yeah, that's where I kind of counted to it. That's where I started. I started looking at it, so I was very excited that HBO has all that stuff. Doctor Who. Sorry, guys. I tried. Yeah, she's a fan. My wife actually loves Doctor Who. So, she watches it. I walked in.
2: Yeah,
0: I walked in, watched a couple minutes of her. I'm like, this is crazy, and I walked out. Um,
2: (laughs) See, and I think that if you... (coughs) I'll check it out, Travis. If you go into it with the, this is ridiculous British humor, and also when you start with the ninth doctor there's already been 40 years of the show right that you can kind of relate to its campy cheesiness a little bit better mm-hmm. so
0: the things that it has going for it is that number 1 i love british humor okay number 2 i really like david tennant
2: mm-hmm.
0: the thing that it has going against it is that for a time travel show it spends an awful lot of time in modern day london
2: <laughs> it really does
0: and that's a big downside to me. I'm like, you could go anywhere in the universe, anytime in the universe. And you're uh, okay. let's go to Piccadilly. You know, it's just I,
1: I don't think you realize how much time is actually spent not in London.
2: Well, because like all the time...
1: episodes like that keep coming into my mind are not the ones in London.
2: Right. And I, but it is a it does jump back to London a lot, which they do explain that there is the rift in time and space in Cardiff and that's where they refuel the TARDIS. And so that makes a little bit of sense that they jump back to that. Um, But yeah, there's, he's got a thing for London.
0: This is my doctor
1: who conversion team.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We shall baptize you in the
0: pools of who.
1: (laughs) All right, that's getting recommended to him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got to get a hold of Matt Man and tell him to try that.
2: I actually messaged him already with the hey, we're live if you want to watch our ridiculousness. There I don't go. know if he's here, but well, yeah, that interview was so much fun. Yes,
0: it was. Yeah, so we uh, we interviewed Matt from TikTok, also known as the Matt Man Show. Um, he does the Church of Star Wars. That episode will be coming out in a few weeks. Uh, but that was absolutely yeah ish. weeks months whatever
2: whatever I great. like to
0: I like to say weeks because Nick's going to become an editing guru here that's what he told me the other day though he's going to be he's going to beast mode it
1: i'm not succeeding at the moment so <laughs>
0: less naps nick less naps
2: <laughs> no sleeping more working
0: that's right so um all right so is Nelly from the office just Donna Noble after another mind
2: wipe oh, oh <laughs> don't mention the mind wipe still hurts.
0: I don't know what a mind wipe is but if it's what gave me Nella in the office I don't want it I don't like Nellie
2: so Catherine Tate is her her companion character in Doctor Who is Donna Noble right and Donna is fantastic she's a wonderful character but terrible bad things happen to her <laughs>
0: See, I like, I like Catherine Tate, the actress. I think she's a phenomenal actress. I think mm-hmm. she does a really good job. I would love to get her on here uh, and have a chance to interview her uh, because she's done a lot of, other than Doctor Who and The Office, she's done a lot of cool things. I just didn't like the character of Nellie. which No, just that's kinda, a
2: terrible character.
0: Just She just kind of drove me nuts. But I think that Catherine Tate played her the best that she absolutely could for the character she was given in The Office. I think she did an amazing job with it.
2: She is my second least favorite character in The Office.
1: Who's your first least?
2: Will Farrell's character.
1: Wait, Will Will Farrell was in the office?
2: <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. For, I like hate five, his character for like five five so episodes.
0: <laughs> uh when Michael first left and they needed a new boss. I Man.
2: hate so, his character yeah. so much. Like we'll intentionally <laughs> skip over those episodes.
1: <laughs> he didn't quite get that sixth episode in, did he? Oh. No, no.
0: <laughs> what is his name? D'Angelo. Yeah, they didn't want to pay him re- reoccurring character fees. Thanks for that tidbit, Larry Hankin. <laughs> when we interviewed Larry Hankin, he talked about uh, his character that he was on Friends, Mr. Uh, Mr. Heckles. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they only had him on, they had him on for five episodes and then they killed his character because if they would have brought him back for a sixth, they would have had to pay him reoccurring character fees yes. and his pay rate would have like doubled or tripled. Um <laughs> And so he's like, yeah, I had my house all picked out. I was going to go buy a house, and it was going to be great. And then
2: poof. Poof,
0: they took my house away from me. I hate the Scott's Tots episode. Oh,
2: that one is, yeah.
0: I agree. It's it's awful.
2: John and I definitely skip that one every time. It's a so, horrible episode.
0: All right. Travis says, takes me about a year after each new doctor to, ex- mm-hmm. to expect them. Dr. T, uh, David T is always the doctor in my head. Yeah. Yeah. David Tennant is amazing.
2: I think because my introduction to Doctor Who was the first episode with Christopher Eccleston. And that was when my dad was like, Hey, I used to watch this show. You guys are going to love this show. And it's like, first 20 minutes of the show. And I'm like, This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen.
0: I'm trying to. Eccleston is the the tall guy with a shaved head, leather jacket, big ears. Big ears. Yeah. He was. The rock star looking one that was, you
2: know.
1: Okay. He was in which. Was that an Avengers movie?
2: He wasn't an Avengers movie. He was also in Heroes.
1: Mm.
2: He's the invisible man in Heroes.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got a few minutes left here before we call it in a night, an evening. A... And
2: we've gotten to like one of our topics.
0: One of our topics. We do need to kind of squeeze in the other two, even if it's just a you know a quick brush against them. Uh so the upcoming Star Wars. Uh, And Marvel shows.
1: I am Uh, happy that it comes out May the 4th. Right? I'm like, finally, they got it.
0: Is this the first Star
1: Wars uh, show that comes out May 4th?
0: Yeah, Bad Batch is coming out May 4th. Yeah. I like Peter Capaldi's Doctor because he's old and grumpy like me. You are old, John. You are grumpy.
2: He gets older tomorrow.
0: Yeesh. (laughs) So, yeah, but uh, yeah, Bad Batch comes out May 4th really very excited about that because in my mind, it's just an extenuation of the Clone Wars, which I loved, um, which I think is a ter- terrific animated series.
2: Um, oh, how your tune has changed.
0: It has. I will, you know. <laughs> You're <and> welcome. I, <laughs> I've, well, you know, the, I'd have to lo- find that video. The, long, the long-standing fight uh, was years ago is that I refused to watch it because I thought it was purely a kid's animation. And, I, you know, because I had watched the first couple episodes and you have to agree with me, whether, you know, you like the rest of the show or not. Season one, the first two or three episodes are really campy and they are really kid friendly,
2: yeah.
0: uh, you know. And that, I mean, look, all of Star Wars is is made for kids. It's, it's a kid friendly, you know, space fantasy. Let's call it what it is. Um, and I'm OK with that. It's awesome. <laughs> but I was just like, OK, this is too much for me. And uh, Kathleen tried to convince me uh, a couple years ago that I should watch it. I said nay, sir, and walked away.
2: I think that you owe Anna, you owe the midgeted wench a formal apology for that fight, though.
0: Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a hill I will die upon. Uh, and then Nick I can't talked apologize to, me and,
2: to that tiny person.
0: That's right. I I can't even look her in the eye to say to say.
2: <laughs> Could if he sat down? <laughs>
0: Uh, and then, you know, talking with Nick and, and uh, his brother, Josh, and they're both like, yeah, you need to get past episode three or four. And then it really starts picking up and it becomes a really good series. And I'm like, OK, fine. Um, but yeah, so but I, but I love the, the inclusion of the Bad Batch toward the end of the, the Clone Wars. I'm really excited that they're getting their own show. Uh, I'm also excited that um, the the Rangers show um is going to have more with harris and doula you know uh, i think she was a quality character out of rebels <laughs> no apologies tim never
2: nobody <laughs> asked you patrice
0: <laughs> you gotta scream it if you're gonna say that
2: i um, would but i don't want to scare people
0: there you go but uh yeah so but yeah so i'm excited those are the two out of the star wars upcoming shows the animated versions of the shows I'm stoked about Kenobi. I really want to see. I
2: am so excited about Kenobi.
0: I can't believe that they got both. I I, I want to see what happens with Hayden Christensen with quality writing. I don't think he was a bad Darth Vader. I think he was doing the best he could with what he was given. And what he was given was not very good.
2: See, and I'm excited to see him more as Darth Vader than as Anakin. Right. Because, I mean, we have so little of him as Darth Vader.
0: Right. And that's one of the reasons why I love Rogue One is because when he comes into Rogue One mm-hmm. as you know, yeah, at the end of that at the end of the movie there, he is every bit the monster that he's been portrayed to be in that two and a half, three minutes of cinema. Yeah, I was he,
1: yeah pretty epic in Rebels as well. Yeah. Um when he's in Ahsoka there.
0: Yeah, that's a great episode,
1: isn't it? And I was like, oh. <laughs>
2: and I am excited to see him be the Darth Vader he's supposed to be.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: he, they're very much, I would actually love to see just a Darth Vader series. The stories of how he hunted down the Jedi. The stories of, of because, you know, that's one of the things I, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to with the Acolyte show, is that there's never been a dark side of the Force-centered storyline. Right. Um, where you get to see the bad guys, you know. For more than uh 30 seconds on the screen before somebody cuts them in half and you know throws them down a, a Darth it. Maul uh shaft. You know. Uh, so I'm really I'm really kind of excited about all, all the things that are coming up uh that Disney's offering the Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian uh-huh. season three, uh the Ahsoka series, Rosario Dawson was a revelation. She was amazing on that show.
2: She
0: was. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where Disney is taking this, John. Favreau, Dave Filoni, we trust. Thank you, thank you, fellas. Um, really kind of Star Wars now. Exactly. We are Star Wars now. Um, so yeah, but uh, with all of this, Disney is also releasing some really cool shows on Marvel as well. So we've already talked about WandaVision, uh, you know, that we have. Uh, I, I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with Loki. Is it actually going to be a show? Or is it or, or going to be a miniseries that leads into something else? And, see, I'm
2: excited about the Loki show, too. Like, the the whole premise of it is intriguing to me.
0: Because I want to find out, I want to know where, I, and I haven't done any research on this, so if somebody's listening and knows what timeline, where in the timeline the, the Loki show falls.
1: I think it uh, said the 2012 timeline.
0: See, and I hope so, because I want to know, you know, there's all these theories that are floating out there that Loki isn't actually dead, that Thanos didn't actually kill him, that that was one of his, you know,
2: I mean, projections.
0: Because he's, low- he's Loki, you know, and that he doesn't, uh, you know, he's not subject to such tomfoolery. Uh, I said tomfoolery. Uh, and
2: <laughs> Pursuit of General Tom. That's so- right.
1: A quick Google search on that says the series takes place after Avengers Endgame, which saw Loki steal the Tesseract during the 2012 events of the Avengers, which created an alternate timeline from the main MCU films.
0: Okay, so in theory, he's still alive, but in a different timeline. Interesting. Okay. I'll buy that. Yeah, I'll buy that. So, but yeah, I'm interested. I'm curious to see what that's going to be like, what that's going to do, um, you know, where it kind of where it kind of carries the MCU from there, uh, because, you know, so starting today, there was the other show. I call it the other show Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, <laughs> which I'm not going to I don't want to get too deep into that, because I know that you guys haven't watched it uh, completely. And it's day one uh, of it. So I don't really want to give away spoilers and I don't want to be that guy that, that you know, spoiler alert. Um, all I will say is that I think it's a really very good good show. There, the episode one is setting up some really nice backstory for both Falcon and Winter Soldier. They're adding depth to each of the characters, which I think is awesome. Because really all you know about Bucky Barnes is that he was Cap's best buddy. Mm-hmm. That's all you really know about him. Mm-hmm. And all you really know about the Falcon is that he was kind of capped right hand man while they, uh, you know, <laughs> I should have watched it while Kathleen was doing this. You um, know,
2: you've already broken rules about watching things. So why not? <laughs>
0: John, find... I'm pretty sure this is how you die.
1: So I find it interesting that all of this takes place right after Endgame. game. Yes. So, like, WandaVision is taking place, like, right after Endgame. um, Or kind of in the middle of it. And then you got the Loki series, which is after Endgame, and...
2: Falcon and Winter Soldier is after Endgame.
1: Right, so it's all... So I'm wondering how they're going to... Like, they've all split off, and now how they're going to come back together is what I'm wondering.
0: Yeah, um, I honestly think that a lot of a lot of it will be based on the Doctor Strange 2 movie. Hmm. I think that's going to tie a lot of things together. I think they're going to bring, um, you're, you're going to see the, the next version of Avengers leap forward in, in the next section of the MCU. I think you're going to see the the mutants come through. So we'll have X-Men because of that movie. I think you'll see uh, the Fantastic Four be introduced in because they were kind of hinted at. hmm you know, uh in Wandavision. So I think that will give everybody an opportunity to to, you know, kind of see what's going on there. They were Fantastic Four be introduced. Say that again, <laughs> sorry. Uh
1: the Fantastic Four was in was WandaVision. hinted
0: at yeah, hinted at in WandaVision. So I in one that. of the boards, yeah. Uh Jimmy Woo, uh Darcy and Rambo, Rambo Monica. Ra- Mon- Let's just go with Monica. There, there we go. <laughs> Are all standing at a whiteboard and they're looking at some equations and they're talking about uh, a ship and everything. And she says, "I know someone who could do this." And the four is written on the on the board in the Fantastic Four style.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, it's really very cool. So now yeah. I have to
1: go back and rewatch it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, so there, there's a lot of cool things coming up for the MCU. There's a lot of cool things coming up for Star Wars. Uh, I think that there's I think there's opportunity for us here to get some really quality sci-fi and superhero entertainment over the next year. Um, and I, I think we mentioned this during a couple interviews. And I'm not sure if they're interviews that have aired yet or not. I think maybe that I think we talked about it with Ryan Airy uh when John was on but i'm actually really curious to see uh the the black widow movie i think it should have been dropped a couple years ago um as a nice introductory to to everything but i think that that's going to be a good movie and i think it's going to have a lot of potential so
2: that was something that your daughter and i talked about today that we're loving the more inclusion of girls in comic books yeah absolutely letting them have their own movies instead of just having a,
0: a supporting role or two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the great things about Captain Marvel. I I think it's great that uh, such a strong female lead was, was given a movie and, and, and because honestly, Captain Marvel as a comic book character is freaking amazing. Yeah. Um, she is, Ooh, she's strong. Um, yeah, she you is. know, and I think it's cool that that Juana uh, Maximoff is getting highlighted as much as she has. And I think it's cool that they're putting Black Widow out there. Uh, there's a lot of strong female characters in the Marvel Universe that have opportunity to kind of go front and center and, and have people um, appreciate them for what they are. Um, it's just sad that it's taken this long for somebody to go, hey, we need to make more, more movies with girls in them.
2: Yeah, I, I would have appreciated that as a kid. That would have been nice to allow... That feeling that you're accepted in the nerddom would have been nice. I'm but sure. I'm glad they're at least doing it now. But late than never.
1: I really got to give um, Miss Olsen there props on her flexibility of acting mm-hmm. because she went from, you know, 50s all the way up, kind of thing. So, like, the style of acting was. Jumping, Amazing.
0: Yeah, jumping in and out of accents as well. Uh, you know, going from that Eastern European accent to no accent to like a valley girl accent to a stressed is, out 90s girl accent. She was all over the place. And, you know, the most I was
2: talented and, of the Olsons.
0: Yeah, that goes without saying. Although they uh, speaking of Dark Crystal, there's a really fun meme of the other Olsen girls. Got to look that one up. Um, but yeah, John says, how about that Dark Phoenix? Eh, uh, We don't talk about the Dark Phoenix here. Uh, because that movie is an abomination, which is sad. Because again, that should be an absolutely awesome movie. And I bought that movie uh, when it first came out without having seen it, without having read any reviews. And there was nine dollars that went bye bye. I which, no, was know it? it was fourteen ninety nine. Wasn't it was fourteen ninety nine? Yeah, I didn't even get, I didn't even
1: get it on sale. I went to the movies to see it, so.
0: Facebook user says LOL. I love Facebook user. He's my favorite. <laughs> Thank you, Facebook user.
2: See, I've never seen it. So
0: as usual, the book was better. I'll believe that. But yeah, I mean, Gene Grey is an, another person that's. Uh, <laughs> almost did a spit take on the dark crystal joke. <laughs> You're welcome.
1: I had to uh, look it up.
0: <laughs> it's a thing. And it's it's uh, scarily accurate.
1: And hilarious. <laughs>
0: um if you've got it Nick go ahead and uh, go ahead and throw it up on screen. Um I mean so <laughs> this is Nate you're my favorite Tim. Oh, hi Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. You need to share screen and then collect, select the tab that you want to share and it'll throw it out there. But yeah, it's uh it's scarily accurate how close the Olsen twins are to the dark crystal folks. Did oh, you get it yet? Gracious.
1: Yeah, hold on. I'm trying <laughs> to get the exact app. There we go.
0: Hello, you beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you guys going to be okay over there? Oh,
1: I'm All doing right. great.
0: I'm just fine. Go ahead. Fire it yeah, up.
1: Yeah, I, I shared it. I think you got to put it up on the screen.
0: Oh, add to stream. There oh. it is. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it's a it's a thing. It's a scary thing, but it's a thing. <laughs> so.
2: And they were so cute when they were little.
0: And and then and the, and then that. So, uh
2: <laughs> which I mean I know there's some mental health issues and some anorexia and bulimia from growing up in the public eye, but Oh, sure. Still um,
0: you know, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not making fun of them because they're girls. I'm making fun of them because they turn into the Dark Crystal. They
2: turn into I,
0: I, I have no problem making fun of men, too. So, um, you know. Uh, As
2: John is very well aware.
0: <laughs> the last of the Gelflings. <laughs> the, oh, the scenes felt claustrophobic in Dark Phoenix when they should have been huge. Absolutely. Yeah, Travis, you're, you're spot on. Uh, there was so much in that movie that should have been... um. And, and I and I felt like they borrowed really heavily from uh, the Fantastic Four movie uh, with uh, Chris Evans and, uh, um, and the other folks in it uh, where there was the space storm and you know all that and getting their powers. I'm like, oh they they used that that sad when they could have had opportunity to, to have such a, a really cool um, you know story there. Because the Dark Phoenix is so ridiculously powerful, being a level five mutant. And um, anyway, Jean Grey is already a level five mutant. And then you add the Dark Phoenix powers, and she's off the charts. So
1: <laughs> I was going to say, when are we going to get the uh, Dragon Ball Z crossover?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a few folks out there that wouldn't mind that. So, but anyway, um, any any last concluding thoughts, wishes, feelings? Let's throw one question out there. Uh, who would be a dream interview for you guys that you would like to have on the show? Can we get just get a good Galactus and finally a decent Doctor Doom? Um, aw, look, somebody's commenting on her own show. <laughs> it's so nice to <laughs> include a girl in your podcast. Uh, but back to this real quick. Uh, can we get a good Galactus. Yeah, it'd be nice to see. I'd like to see one that's more like the the comic book. I like Silver Surfer, the Silver Surfer movie with Fantastic Four. I actually thought that was a better movie than most people gave it credit for. I thought the Silver Surfer was actually played pretty well. I didn't like that the fact that Galactus was just a storm moving through space. Uh, didn't have a, any form or face or anything like that. Not like the comic books. Uh, and a decent Doctor Doom. I'm kind of hoping that when they bring the Fantastic Four back to the MCU that they just bring them back as the the fantastic four and that they don't rush into a Dr. Doom story. And that it's something that develops over time. I wouldn't mind seeing that in movie number two. I don't want to see it in movie number one necessarily. I want to see you interview Kevin Conroy or Mark Hamill. (laughs) I don't have enough time to get through the show without giggling the whole time. (laughs) It's Mark Hamill. Um, Because trust me, that's going to be a thing. Um, so, but yeah, I, I, uh, I would love to, to talk with Kevin Conroy. I reached out to him a couple times. I've also reached out to Mark Hamill. I don't see that one happening anytime and soon,
2: Felicia
0: but, day. and Felicia day, I did reach out to Felicia day. I sent her an email and I sent her a Twitter, a tweet. I tweeted her, um, tweet, tweet. so I'm hoping, the uh, that, uh, I know that that's one of your dream interviews there, uh,
2: it really, really is.
0: So I'm um, hoping that that she responds Talk positively. To me, not you, Nick. <laughs>
1: I I wouldn't mind either.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> I I'm th- I'm guessing it's for different reasons, but I know that you wouldn't mind either. Uh, but uh, but yeah, actually one of my one of my dream interviews um, is Sam Witwer. I think Sam Witwer is an amazing voice actor. I just one time, and I've said this before in a couple other interviews. I just one time mm-hmm. want to see him rear back and yell Kenobi. <laughs> that would, yeah, I I'd be done for days right there. I wouldn't.
2: We had just enough be... trouble keeping it together during the Dan Povenmire interview.
0: <laughs> 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 well, it took me a good ten minutes after he did his Doofenshmirtz intro to to actually kind of get my mind back around that this is actually happening. We're talking with Dan Povenmire, yeah, <laughs> and he th- he did Doofenshmirtz. This, this is, is awesome. <laughs> this is totally a thing. So. Nick, who's who's one that you would really like to get on the show, other than than Felicia Day, so you can Google
1: and Google her. You know, I think if we could manage to get Catherine Tate,
2: that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah she'd be a really cool interview.
0: So, if any of you are by chance stumbled onto our podcast and uh, would like to uh, talk to any of us, please feel free to reach out and message what? us through our YouTube channel. There's an email in the contact section. We would love to talk with you.
2: Was that as creepy as we seem?
0: That's right. Was that a nice welcoming voice? I was trying for a nice welcoming voice.
2: Um, Please talk to us.
0: You want to be our guest?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't.
0: (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) Man checks won't work on me. Only
2: money. We're not desperate. We're just lonely.
0: Uh, so, well, it's <laughs> 2021 or 2020, part two, Electric Boogaloo. It's so, March you know, again. Way. Still, it's still March. It's always March in Michigan.
1: All right, Tim, so, you have 40 sec- uh, well, 45 have, seconds?
0: Oh, yes, we do. We have we have eaten up an hour quite well. All right, guys. I'm well, I,
2: that Nick only wanted to do like 10, 15 minutes.
0: Well, that's <laughs> well, you know he didn't think we could we could stretch it out and talk about it, but see we did it. <laughs> so. Woo-hoo. All right, guys. Hey, thanks, everyone, for participating. Thanks, everyone, for watching. If you haven't already, please go to YouTube. Look up Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Give us a nice subscription there. Comment a few the videos. You know, Maybe just put them on play. Let them go all night. That'll be fine, too. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for watching and participating. We had a lot of fun. This has been the Funny Science Fiction Podcast.